Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy Edit. Today's video, we are going to be doing a 10-team PPR mock draft from the fourth overall spot on ESPN.com. Normally, we do these on Yahoo, but their mock draft engine was down when I was trying to record this, so we went ahead and hopped on ESPN. I think it's very interesting to look at all the websites that you guys could be playing on when doing mock drafts, so it's not even a big deal that we're doing it on ESPN today because the draft will look a little bit different because of how these websites have the players listed on the screen because a lot of people just draft based upon who the highest player is on the screen and the players are all in different orders depending on which website you are drafting on but before we get into this mock draft I just want to ask that if you guys do end up enjoying this video at any time you end up having a great time to please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below because not only is it free I put out content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 fantasy football championship and whether you're new or not please make sure that you hit that like button down below because helps boost these videos up the algorithm so that more beautiful people like yourself can see these videos so the first pick of the draft at the bottom right that you guys just cannot see so I'm gonna have to move my camera was C Christian McCaffrey followed by Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley and now we are back up on the board but I will end up moving the screen so you guys can see it better or we can just pull up the pick history maybe that is a little bit better so we begin the draft here at the number four overall spot and I feel like it's between Alvin Kamara Derek Henry or a Ezekiel Elliott at this pick and I'm very confident in Alvin Kamara going into this season I think that Alvin Kamara is going to be a relatively safe asset even with Jameis Winston under center I understand why there would be some slight worries about Jameis Winston being the starting quarterback of the team because of how the guy turns the ball over and all but at the end of the day I am still very confident in the fact that Mr. Famous Jameis Winston will be competent enough to dump the ball off to the best player on the team I guess besides Michael Thomas I think that Alvin Kamara is in for another big season in PPR formats just due to the amount of receiving volume that Alvin Kamara receives week in and week out which makes him a very safe running back to be targeting early on in your fantasy drafts after Alvin Kamara came Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, and Travis Kelsey. I moved myself to the top so that you guys could see the board a little bit better, and I also zoomed in a little bit. I know that has been an issue in videos before, people not being able to necessarily see as well, so I tried to zoom in. Hopefully, you guys like this angle. So after with Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, Travis Kelsey, Big Dick, Nicholas Chubb, Nine Inch Nicholas Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Adams, and Tyreek Hill. So yet again, the first round is heavily dominated by the running back position. In this mock draft, someone requested the fourth overall pick, and they wanted me to go running back heavy now going into the draft I don't try to necessarily go any which way with the draft if the draft falls to me and we can go three running backs in the first three rounds that's what I'm gonna do if not I'm gonna go wide receiver really ease what it is you got to try to draft based upon the value that is on the board not necessarily going into the draft with one plan set in stone because otherwise you're gonna reach on that position so make sure that you guys don't necessarily go in there thinking you know what I need to draft a tight end in the third round or I need to draft a running back in the first round the second round all of these type of things because then you're putting yourself into a mental box where you are very, very confused on what to do. So after uh, Tyreek Hill came Cam Akers, Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler, and Najee Harris. Luckily, at the running back position, I am very confident in a running back that fell to us here, and that is running back Antonio Gibson of the Washington football team. I love Antonio Gibson because of the fact I think that this team is going to be so much better with Matt, I almost called him Matt Ryan, I understand, with Ryan Fitzpatrick under center. 
Antonio Gibson dominated last season with a variety of quarterbacks. They had Dwayne Haskins, Taylor Heineke, they had Alex Smith. It was a shitstorm at the quarterback position, but with a lot more safety with Ryan Fitzpatrick under center, that should bode quite well for Antonio Gibson. Now, I do bring up this narrative a lot that, hey, a good defense makes for a good running back, but not necessarily is that true in every single case. Even if a team has a shitty defense, their running back could end up being amazing. Uh, For example, Ezekiel Elliott, that defense is complete and utter dog shit, and I expect him to have a really good season. So that doesn't necessarily make it right to be drafting Antonio Gibson there, but I think that also helps Antonio Gibson because they're going to be able to run the ball a lot later in games, and the fact that this guy is so talented with his hands at catching the ball, I feel very confident in drafting him inside of the second round. I would even consider Antonio Gibson as a top 12 pick potentially because of how well I think he will do in fantasy football this season. You don't really have to draft him there, but I would be considering him. So looking at the draft board, what we have missed after Tyree Killcamp came Akers, Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, I went with Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley. The second round is closed out by Joe Mixon, followed by DK Metcalf. So we're up into picks and looking at the board here, I'm not ultra confident in either of these running backs. So this is probably the point where I would lean to just go ahead and draft a wide receiver. Uh, Miles Sanders came out the board, followed by DeAndre Swift. So I'm just going to draft a wide receiver and then in the fourth round, look to go running back again. I came into this draft thinking I wanted to go running back, running back, running back, but the board didn't fall to me that way. So I still feel confident with the team we got here with uh, Mr. Alvin Kamara and Antonio Gibson. So we're going to go for a wide receiver and AJ Brown and Justin Jefferson are so close to me with Julio Jones in Tennessee. I think that doesn't even hurt AJ Brown. I think that could even end up helping him because he won't be drawing this double coverage all the time. I like Justin Jefferson. I think Michael Thomas is super safe. Personally, I'm going to lean with AJ Brown here, but between those three wide receivers, it is very, very close. And I would not be surprised at all if Michael Thomas finished really high at the wide receiver position due to the amount of volume that he just consumes, that he just absorbs in this offense. He sucks those targets in like Alexis Texas sucks something else in. So now we have three guys with A in their first name, A, 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 triple A, like the battery or like the thing that uh, they come and they pick your car up if they need you to uh, get towed or something. I think that's what triple A does. I've never needed them yet in my life as a 22 year old, but I assume that they're quite helpful. After Antonio Gibson, oh, we already read that. After A.J. Brown came J.K. Dobbins and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I was considering J.K. Dobbins at that pick, but with how a lot of people are speaking about J.K. Dobbins, I wouldn't have been surprised if he ended up falling into the fourth round, so I was kind of holding tight, waiting for that, but at the end of the day, he does not end up falling that far after that was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I like C.H. a lot going into this season, really based upon the fact that he is being undervalued right now. Going into last season, this guy was getting just so much hype. The hype train was at a million for Clyde Edwards-Lair. He's going as a top 12 pick. Why is that? Because he gets drafted in the first round, pick 32 overall in the 2020 NFL draft to the New England, not the New England Patriots, to the Kansas City Chiefs, the former Super Bowl champion. They believe this offense is going to be super good, which was true, but Clyde Edwards-Lair struggled at times. He's a smaller body. He wasn't able to find his way into the end zone necessarily all the time. So he kind of struggled. Now, was his struggle a complete and utter bust? Not necessarily, but where you were drafting him, you were looking for immense upside from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and that did not end up paying out. But when you're looking at it now at the third round, I believe he's a relatively safe running back on what should be a very good team. After J.K. Dobbins came Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Justin Jefferson, Josh Jacobs, Michael Thomas, George Kittle, me Timbers, Chris Carson, Terry McLaurin, Darren Waller, and Keenan Allen. I do not like 
picking Josh Jacobs this high at all. Now, I think Josh Jacobs could still have an all right season with Kenyon Drake, but any potential upside for him to be a a great pass catching running back is basically dead. Kenyon Drake is a very solid pass catching running back. I don't even know why they brought Kenyon Drake in. They dismantled the whole Las Vegas Raiders offensive line, and then they bring in Kenyon Drake. It doesn't make too much sense to me, and it's going to definitely hurt Josh Jacobs to where I'm nowhere near confident enough to be drafting him inside of the third round. There are tons of running backs still available. David Montgomery, Miles Gaskin, Chase Edmonds. Uh, I'm pretty much more confident, especially a guy like Mike Davis. I am very confident, and I like Gaskin, and I like David Montgomery. Not super confident in Chase Edmonds, because I think him and Josh Jacobs are in similar situations. They bring in James Conner to the Arizona Cardinals. Why is that? It's because I don't think Cliff Kingsbury necessarily 100% has 100% confidence in Chase Edmonds. I think that Chase Edmonds would have been the guy for a lot of last season because of how bad Kenyon Drake kind of was at points that he would have believed in Chase Edmonds and then he didn't and then they bring in James Conner. So kind of worrisome for him, but I'm very confident in this guy. Changed my opinion 100%. Did a full 180 on David Montgomery, running back of the Chicago Bears a couple of weeks ago. I would have told you that I am very worried about this team. Reports come out now that Tariq Cohen may not be ready for the start of the season, which is one of my biggest worries for David Montgomery is that Tariq Cohen's going to take away a lot of his receiving opportunity. But then I thought about it more and more and more, and I realized that even with not a lot of pass-catching opportunity for David Montgomery, with how strong this defense is, with what should be a reinvigorated Chicago Bears offense with Justin Fields under center a couple weeks into the season. I believe that Dave Montgomery is going to be seeing a lot of opportunity to be toting the rock in these games and being able to score some big fantasy points for you chef's kiss throughout the season. I think David Montgomery has potential again to finish as a top 10 running back and he is going inside of the fourth round but for somewhat of good reason because obviously when Tariq Cohen is healthy he is going to take away that receiving opportunity but I don't worry about anyone else on that roster really hurting David Montgomery. They brought in Damian Williams but to me Damian Williams is a non-factor in the equation when you're looking at David Montgomery's potential fantasy success for 2021 after David Montgomery came Amari Cooper, Julio Jones and C.D. Lamb. Excellent value in the fourth round, in my opinion, for Cooper, Julio, as well as C.D. Lamb. I think Julio Jones is an ultra-safe pick this season and would feel super confident getting him in the fourth round. Sadly, though, those other wide receivers went ahead of me when I need a wide receiver right here. Now, I don't necessarily need a wide receiver, right? I could lean to go ahead and go tight end, but with Darren Waller off the board, I'm not super confident in... I like Hawkinson a lot, but I think he'll definitely fall a lot later on ESPN based upon where they have they have him ranked at 74. So I'm going to go with a wide receiver. Now, it really depends what you're looking for at your wide receiver two spot. If you're looking for safety, maybe you go a guy like Kenny Galladay, a guy like DJ Moore. Or if you're looking for super upside, maybe you'll lean Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, Deontay Johnson. I'm personally going to lean Deontay Johnson. I've talked about him a ton on my channel. Deontay Johnson is going to be one of my guys going into the season. And what a my guy is, is one of those guys that I'm just going to be scoping in on, fucking hard scope with the intervention, staring down a hallway, knowing that I want to be drafting Deontay Johnson in 2021. I understand the negatives. Deontay Johnson, like I've talked about before, is such a polarizing player because so many people are on board with me. They love Dave, or they love Deontay Johnson. They want to go ahead and target him in the fifth, the sixth round of drafts because they believe in the upside that is a Pittsburgh Steelers offense that's going to be throwing the ball a lot. But then there's the drawbacks, the devil on the side of your shoulder telling you do not draft him. 
it's telling you don't draft him. You want to know why? Because he can't hold on to the ball. This, that, and the other thing. And I understand that narrative as well, but I'm going to go ahead and believe that he's been working on catching the ball in the offseason, which is what the reports are, that it won't be getting benched in any of these games, and that the Pittsburgh Steelers offense is still going to be throwing at a high enough rate to generate potential top 24 potential for Johnson, Juju, as well as Chase Claypool. I'm not a fan of Juju Smith-Schuster at all. I think he should have left Pittsburgh, went to the Ravens, went to the Chiefs, went somewhere where he could be the true wide receiver one, whereas here, he is stuck in a very clouded wide receiver room with a whole lot of talent in Deontay Johnson as well as Chase Claypool. After Deontay Johnson came Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett, Patty Mahomes, Mark Andrews, Miles Gaskin, Travis Etienne, DJ Moore, and Josh Allen. So this draft has been very different when looking at the quarterbacks compared to in most leagues. In most of these mock drafts I've been doing on Yahoo, a guy like Pat Mahomes never escapes the third round, but I did join one that says pro, so maybe that means these people are a little more experienced in fantasy football, so they waited later to draft Patrick Mahomes as well as Josh Allen, which I think could happen in your league as well, but in a lot of leagues when you're playing with Jesse from accounting, with Jimmy from HR, with all those kind of people that are just casual fantasy football fans, they are going to be drafting quarterbacks much earlier because the quarterback is the most important position in the NFL. The guys that sell all the jerseys, they're the fucking quarterback, but in fantasy football, the way you win your league is by drafting elite running backs, elite wide receivers. The quarterback is a very big afterthought in fantasy football, which is why so many people beat the drum to be playing super flex fantasy football. So looking now at the board at pick number 57, we are in the sixth round. I think that TJ Hawkinson could fall to us, but in a 10-team league, I'm really looking to get that positional advantage at the tight end position much more than in a 12-team or 14-team league. I just feel like here in a 10-team league, a lot of teams are going to end up with that super team, with a very competent team all around, and the way that you get over that, you jump over that hump, or I don't even know what a correct saying is this, but to stand tall and raise the flag and point it into the ground to win your league, you got to go ahead and draft a tight end here, in my opinion, when the value falls to you in TJ Hawkinson. In my opinion, TJ Hawkinson is the best wide receiver on this Detroit Lions team, and he plays tight end. The second best wide receiver on this team plays running back. His name is DeAndre Swift, so I think that this team down late in games is going to be airing the ball out a whole ton, and they're going to be looking to throw the ball to the best receiver on that team, Jared Goff, to TJ Hawkinson. Very comfortable with that pick there inside of the seventh round, and I would be happy even taking him higher because I believe he's going to be the tight end for in fantasy football and would not be surprised at all if he passed up a guy like George Kittle. Before we make our next pick, we are probably halfway-ish through this video, round seven of 16. Next round, I guess, will technically be halfway in, so if you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below if you are new, and if you're not new, please make sure that you hit that like button down below. Thank you guys for whoever subscribed to my channel. I just got a notification on OBS. Uh, I should have turned that off, so I apologize if that went into your ear. Thank you to whoever just hit that subscribe button. So we are back up on the board here. We need to get some running backs for our bench. And we're going to go ahead here and go with Kareem Hunt, running back of the Cleveland Browns. Now, interesting enough is the statistic that Kareem Hunt was actually better last year with Chubb in the lineup versus without. Which is a crazy statistic because if I was being honest with you, I would think that Kareem Hunt would have more value without Nick Chubb because he's going to be seeing a lot more opportunity. But the fact is that this team runs the ball so much that Kareem Hunt will be effective whether Nick Chubb is in the game or not. I technically still think I would prefer if Nick Chubb wasn't there, right? 
because then he's the workhorse running back on that team. But the stats don't necessarily, don't necessarily show that. But I do believe that if Nick Chubb was to go down, knock on wood, we don't root for injuries, then Kareem Hunt would be a complete and utter league winner inside of the seventh round where I got him. A lot of people have been taking quarterbacks recently. We have seen guys like, obviously, we were talking about Mahomes a little bit earlier, Josh Allen. Someone took Aaron Rodgers overtaking Lamar Jackson, which is a little bit crazy. Dax off the board, Justin Herbert's off the board. So we're going to continue to wait at the quarterback position. I'm pretty confident snagging one a little bit later, even though my kind of speech about getting a tight end early could apply to quarterback in a 10-team league, but I'm going to go ahead and rate because I'm very confident in this team. So we're going to go with running back or wide receiver here. Not ultra confident in any of these running backs, so we're going to elect to go with a wide receiver here and go with Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver of the San Francisco 49ers last year in his rookie campaign for the 49ers this guy put up big numbers now the question is will he be able to put up those big numbers with Debo Samuel actually being able to stay healthy all season and if I'm being honest with you I think so another narrative would also be can he perform with George Kittle healthy all season Again, I would lean to the I think so. While the San Francisco 49ers love to use the running back by orgy system by handing the ball off to a million other running backs, they are also very solid at passing the football. Whether it's with Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, I'm still very confident with drafting Brandon Ayuk late in drafts and riding him all season long onto the bench because, again, he's probably not going to crack the roster all that many times with the team that we have now. But on the bye weeks, on those plus matchups, I'm very confident with him. Same thing goes with Debo Samuel. I feel pretty confident in him as well looking at running backs again not ultra in love with any of these guys so I'm just going to lean to go ahead and go wide receiver again and hunt for another sophomore wide receiver and that is going to be Jerry Judy wide receiver of the Denver Broncos Going into last season, I was a huge fan of Jerry Judy based upon where he was picked in the NFL draft, the team he was going to, as well as my confidence in watch or my confidence in watching his tape at Alabama. It turned out last season that he struggled with drops, kind of like Deontay Johnson, and the quarterback play there was kind of up and down and he was also the wide receiver one on the team when going into the season we all believed that he would be the wide receiver two behind Cortland Sutton who had an explosive 2019 NFL season well it turned out the world got spun all upside down like he was in the fresh prince of fucking bel-air and he ended up having to be the wide receiver one after Cortland Sutton went down very on very 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 early on in the season I think it was week one so now Jerry Judy is going to be the wide receiver two on the team which takes coverage away from him he's going into the second year of his NFL career with no COVID offseason, with a full-on training camp, full-on preseason, I'm very confident in Jerry Judy to have that bounce-back season. Looking at quarterbacks here again, I'm very happy with waiting. It appears that Jalen Hurts goes much later in these drafts on ESPN when compared to Yahoo, which is one of those interesting things to be looking at here. At running back, I'm going to technically reach, even though he's not a reach, Ronald Jones running back of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I talked about him yesterday in a video called the must-avoid backfields because I'm not ultra-confident which running back is going to dominate each and every single week. One week, it's going to be Uncle Lenny. The other week, it's going to be Ronald Jones. But when you're looking at a pick inside of the 11th round, the 10th round at the running back position, you can do a lot worse than a guy you can probably start every other week. And if something was to happen to Leonard Fournette with how explosive this Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense is, I believe that Ronald Jones would honestly be a top 10 running back, top 12 running back, and say, sure, that might be a little crazy. That might be a little high, like I'm fucking Snoop Dogg over here. So you backtrack a little. 
maybe a top 15, top 16 running back, even if that is the case, inside of the 10th round, you should be ultra excited to be getting Ronald Jones onto your team. Again, this is a huge difference between ESPN, Yahoo, NFL, where these running backs go, because on Yahoo, Ronald Jones is like a 6th, 7th round pick. Here we got him inside of the 10th round, so we're back up on the board here. We want to make sure that you're drafting more running backs than wide receivers onto your bench, because the fact is that it's very easy to late on in the season or any time in the season, especially in a 10-team league, to find a wide receiver off the waiver wire that you can start that week. But at running back, unless there's an injury, it is going to be very difficult to do that. So that's why I like to hammer down on the running backs pretty early. I'm pretty confident in Kenyon Drake or in James Conner, but I think I would lean James Conner slightly. Like when I was talking about Chase Edmonds earlier, how sure are we that that Chase Edmonds is definitely the running back one in Arizona. I'm not 100% sure about that. I think James Conner will be able to fight for that position. Will he become the starting running back? Maybe not, but he will be getting enough touches in these games to be worthy of this pick. Now, if I'm being honest with you, I would have probably picked Trey Sermon or Michael Carter ahead of them, but that just shows you again how whacked out ESPN is. That's why you got to make sure you scroll down. You're looking at the whole screen when you're doing your drafts because a guy like Michael Carter could actually be the running back one going into the season. I don't think James Conner will be the running back one going into the season, but I think that New York Football Jets former UNC running back Michael Carter actually has a very solid chance of being that, and that's why we're going to draft him next if no one ends up sniping him from me. This is an amazing pick inside the 12th round. He is going to end up being like an 8th round pick by the time you're drafting in August, maybe even a 7th round pick, because this guy could be a legitimate workhorse running back on the New York Football Jets. Now, the biggest counter-argument to Michael Carter in drafting him that high is the fact that he's on the New York Football Jets. We saw what happened with Le'Veon Bell last year, but now that that asshole Adam Gaze is gone, I'm pretty confident that the New York Football Jets are going to have a very strong bounce back season, and I'm happy drafting Michael Carter at that pick inside of the 12th round. Now we're going to go ahead and look for our quarterback before we close out the draft with a wide receiver. So we have some nice wide receiver depth as well. Looking at the quarterback position, a lot of people are taking two quarterbacks in this draft, which if I'm being honest with you, you need to expect out of newer players or when you're drafting up against the computer because people just leave these drafts when you're drafting in July whereas in August it's more typical for people to stay throughout the whole draft now again you may not be as lucky but hopefully I'm going to be able to construct a bunch of live streams where we're all mock drafting together in August later July so that we could all have a great time together and do our fantasy drafts together where no one's going to end up backing out so looking at the board here at quarterback Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence would be where I would look at this point Matt Ryan also would be an interesting grab but I'm gonna grab Joe Burrow I believe that this defense sucks so fucking bad at you know playing defense you know what that means Joe Burrow's gonna have to throw the ball late in the game he's gonna be able to dissect the defense he was looking pretty solid in his rookie campaign but I think he's gonna look even better coming off the torn ACL should be healthy according to the doctor should be good to go week one so I'm ready to roll with Joey B we have one more pick before we have to go ahead and dive on in to the defenses and kickers. Please do not draft a defense or a kicker before the last two rounds because you can just find a solid kicker, a solid defense later, especially when it comes to defenses. I'm going to be telling you guys how to draft the defense when we get into August. I'm going to make a video actually on which defenses to target and the way that I draft my defense is based upon their opponent week one. I want to go ahead and stream a defense that I think is going to have a good matchup week one and then week two if they have a messy matchup defense or they're playing up against an offense that I'm a little concerned with you know what I do 
I cut them and get a different defense and then stream every single week against a positive opponent that I am very confident in the fact that the defense will play quite well. So we need to go ahead here and draft a wide receiver before we go defense and kicker. Darnell, here comes the money. Russell Gage, I also like late here. Jamison Crowder, very interesting, could be the wide receiver one in New York again. But I'm going to go with Russell Gage, the wide receiver two, in my opinion, for the Atlanta Falcons. Well, not even in my opinion. He's definitely the wide receiver two, right? Who the fuck else is going to be the wide receiver two with that huge hole? The biggest hole that like uh, the glory hole that Julio Jones left behind when leaving that team. I'm a huge fan of Russell Gage late in drafts as in what should be a very pass-heavy attack in Atlanta in 2021. Looking at the board here, there have been some pretty solid pick. Loving Gus Edwards here inside of the 13th round of what should be a very run-heavy Baltimore Ravens team for what would be the third fucking year in a row. Zach Moss as the potential running back number one in Buffalo. I like Trevor Lawrence a lot as well, super late. I think that he has top 10 potential, especially if he's able to use his legs like he did at Clemson at points in his Clemson career, because some of the years he wasn't really rushing the ball as much, but I believe he had one year where he really rushed it a lot, so we got to see what happens in Jacksonville for him, but I'm still very confident in him, especially with the kind of core at wide receiver they have in Jacksonville with Marvin Jones, with DJ Chark, with LaVishka Chanel. Now, I need to kind of make a video about the Jaguars because I'm not really sure that I'm sold in on DJ Chark at this point. I think I was a little bit too high on him. Now, I think any of these wide receivers on this team can be the wide receiver one, and that's why I'm kind of fading DJ Chark at this point. I'd rather draft Marvin Jones in the 11th, 12th, 13th round, 14th round than I would then you know, paying the big price for DJ Chark early on in the draft. Let me know what you guys think about that wide receiver core in Jacksonville. Who's the wide receiver that you're targeting? Do you want Chenault? Do you want Marvin Jones? Or do you want to pay the price for DJ Chark? I like DJ Chark as a great wide receiver but I am very worried about who's going to be the wide receiver one there for the Trevor Lawrence-led Jacksonville Jaguars. Would be very happy to get Jason Sanders at this point. I love Jason Sanders. I'm a Dolphins fan. This guy is auto fucking Matic. He makes every single kick, basically never misses. He is simply goaded. I love that guy. Even if we have to get a guy like Tyler Bass, Greg Zerline, I'm pretty happy with either of those guys. Even a guy like Matt Prater. Obviously, Jason Sanders gets picked before me. Matt Gay. We're going to go with third leg. Greg Zerline of the Dallas Cowboys, who should be scoring a whole lot of points this season in Dallas with Dak Prescott healthy. So I wonder what happens at the end of drafts on ESPN. I never really do drafts on ESPN. So here we go. We got our team right here, but that's not what I want to see. I want to go to my team. Can you do that on here? That would make too much sense, right? Right, ESPN? This is why I don't fucking use ESPN. Are you kidding me? God damn. All right, so we're going to have to look over here on the left. I apologize to you guys if it's harder to see. I'm going to try to read it out, you know, pronounce everyone's name perfectly so you guys can understand. ESPN is a fucking shitty website. I don't know why people do drafts on here. It's probably because they're ESPN.com, but frankly, I don't like ESPN. Unless ESPN wants to go ahead and give me some money, you know, I can go talk on TV, put the suit on, look all nice, talk pretty on the TV, won't curse at all, have a nice time. But until then, this ESPN fucking draft is terrible. It's terrible. The way that this looks, it looks fine, right? But they don't have a lot of the things. They need the draft board. NFL has it. Yahoo has it. They do not have it. They need where you can click right here and view someone's team. They need that. I don't know if NFL has that. Yahoo has that. Yahoo, to me, has the best draft experience on their website. But it is what it is. The ESPN 
literal, like when you're setting your lineup, looks like it's, it was from 1992. So they really need to update everything. ESPN is really falling out of love with me. Haven't played on ESPN in years because of this. Sorry to ESPN, any of the employees if you're watching. Uh, this this is just a bad website in my opinion. So looking at the board on the left or looking at my team on the left, our quarterback is Joe Burrow. Two running backs are Alvin Kamara and Antonio Gibson. Our wide receiver is A.J. Brown and D.J. Johnson, Deontay Johnson. T.J. Hawkinson is our tight end. Our flex is David Montgomery. Our defense is the Buffalo Bills because no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Again, when you're drafting a defense, you want to just be targeting a defense playing a not-so-good opponent. Week one, our kicker is third leg Greg Zerline. Our bench is comprised of Kareem Hunt, Brandon Ayuk, Jerry Judy, Ronald Jones, James Conner, Michael Carter, and Russell Gage. So, thank you guys all so much for watching this video. If you did end up enjoying again, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. This was definitely a relatively fast mock draft. Normally on Yahoo, I'm chilling out here. We're talking about the whole draft and as it goes on. But in this draft, it was going rapid fire, so I was talking a lot faster. I do apologize that we weren't really able to go over necessarily a lot of the picks in the draft, but that's just how the cookie crumbles over here on ESPN. Thank you guys for watching. I love you guys all. Stay safe. Happy Monday, baby. Only a couple more days until it's Friday and only a couple more weeks until NFL football is on your television with the preseason. Then a couple weeks after that, we got the real fucking thing on Sunday. Scott Hansen telling you seven hours of commercial free football. Can't wait. I love the NFL. Obviously, that's why I make fantasy football videos. Thank you guys for watching. I love you guys all. Make sure you stay safe. Happy Monday, baby. I love you guys all. Good boy.